0: What is going on everybody? Welcome back to the SPM show. This is Bruce, me right here. I'm your host. This is the podcast where we talk to restaurant owners, entrepreneurs, and kind of help you figure out what the heck is going on in this crazy world we're in right now. Today's episode is a little bit different. As you know, I usually interview successful entrepreneurs, pizzeria operators, marketers, and help you figure out what's working by me asking questions. Tables are turned a little bit on this one. Over the last four weeks, I've probably been asked to be on a dozen different podcasts. And there were some podcasts that I thought, you know what, this is really good information that I thought my audience, you who are joining me today, would really get valuable information out of. So today's one of those episodes. Tables turn, I get interviewed, My friend, John Nemo, who's a LinkedIn expert, who I actually met at Social Media Marketing World 2020, he's a fellow speaker, Uh, had me on his podcast as a guest, and we talked all about local businesses, mindset, motivation, and how you can kind of get through this crazy time that we're going in right now, and I normally don't do... This where I share somebody else's podcast on mine. I think I've only done it a couple times, but I really only do it when I feel like the podcast episode is really relevant to you who is listening right now, wherever you are. If you're in the gym, if you're in your restaurant, if you're in the car driving, jogging, whatever you're doing, this podcast is very relevant to you listening right now. So I'm going to share this podcast. I'm only going to share about 25 minutes of it. You can go listen to the other 10 or 15 minutes towards the end the entire episode over on John's website, John Nemo. You know what? I'll actually link up the whole episode. If you go to the com and click on this episode, I'll link his website. You can take a listen to the whole episode. So I'm only going to share about 25 minutes, but I really think it's the best 25 minutes of the podcast. And I hope you get a lot out of this. Let me know what you think. Email me, bruce at com if you get a whole bunch out of this. Also, before we get into the show today, I wanted to let you know that the Pizza Summit 2020 was awesome. I had so much fun implementing that summit. It was the first ever virtual Pizza Summit. Unique, specific talks solely made for this summit. I thought it was a great time, so we're going to do it again. But we're not going to do it again for about six months, so you got a little bit of a time to waste. The, the episodes or the sessions that we did are available for recording inside of our mastermind group. So if you want to hang out with some other entrepreneurs, you want to figure out what's working, get some one-on-one time with me, listen to other business owners and what they're doing in their business, get access to our private Facebook group and all of those recordings, go over to smartpizzamarketing.com slash mastermind or click on the mastermind link and let me know a little bit about yourself and your business because this is only for serious people. If you really want to grow your business, if you're really serious about figuring out what's working today and then going actually and implementing it in your business – Check it out. If you're a marketer or if you're looking to sell a product, don't bother. You're not going to be included. You won't be able to join. So it's only for serious business owners, operators, managers, those types of individuals. So go over there and check it out. All right, let's get into today's episode with me,
1: who's being interviewed by
0: John, right here.
1: All right, welcome back to another episode of Nemo Radio. I knew the moment I heard the name of this gentleman's business I had to get him on because I'm hungry already thinking about Bruce Irving and Smart Pizza Marketing, baby. Oh, my gosh. I love pizza. Bruce, I can eat it three times a day. First, before I, before I bring you on, though, Bruce is a real marketing visionary. He's the guy behind SmartPizzaMarketing.com. He hosts a weekly smart pizza marketing podcast where he interviews kind of some of the top performers and leading minds of the pizza restaurant industry he's also does a lot of marketing consulting he's got an incredible backstory growing a local business and at the time of this recording the audio and the video too we're in the middle of this whole coronavirus pandemic so i want to get into the restaurant industry and how that's impacted things and Bruce, this whole story. So with all that said, my
0: friend, welcome to the show. John, thanks for having me. I appreciate you taking the time and having me as a guest on your podcast.
1: I'm super pumped to be here. Dude, I I just wish you could be here in person and give me some pizza. So let's start with the most important (laughs) thing. What's your go-to pizza? Uh, Right now, Detroit-style pizza. So Detroit-style
0: pizza, for anybody who's not familiar, is more of a, it's done in a steel pan, cooked the dough is a little bit lighter, thicker, cheese oh. caramelized on the edge of the crust. Right now, I'm fascinated with Detroit style pizza. That's my go to pizza for now.
1: Oh, I just feel like Homer Simpson, where he's drooling right now. I just, okay, I got to get back on track here. Bros. I know. All right. So take us through your journey because it's an incredible story. I met you at Social Media Marketing World. You were there speaking. Uh, we met in the speaker's room. But for people that don't know you and don't know about, Smart Pizza Marketing. What's kind of your backstory? What's the professional journey?
0: Uh, so it started for me as a pizzeria operator. Me and my brother-in-law operated a local pizzeria joint. Uh, we had about 20 seats. But we were doing a pretty good size volume for the amount of seats that we had. We were always looking for ways to innovate and grow. And we didn't go to college for business. We kind of just grew up in the business world, actually operating businesses. That's how we learned. So when it came to expanding our restaurants you know we wanted to open more locations and when it came to doing that we didn't really necessarily know how to do that we learned by doing and mm. for me the whole podcast and this whole marketing company started by me wanting to reach out to people to see and talk to them about how they're growing their businesses so it started for me reaching out I'm saying you know I'm going to start a podcast podcast is a great way to talk to people network and the difference between starting a podcast and then just randomly emailing somebody and saying, hey, can I talk to you for 30 minutes is you have a platform. So I wanted to reach out to folks in the in the pizza community and say, hey, come on my podcast. But ultimately, the goal for me was just to pick their brain for 30 or 45 minutes and learn how they're marketing their business. So that's kind of how my marketing journey began. Starting the podcast, reaching out to people, asking them questions, being curious, And then I realized that I really enjoyed doing the podcast more and more, and it just has grown from there. We've been doing this podcast that we have for six years now. Wow. Yeah. We've interviewed 300 people, and I never thought that we would get it to be after 50 episodes. I'm like, there's no way we're going to be able to do 50 episodes talking about pizza.
1: But here we are 300 episodes later, and we're still going. (laughs) We can never talk enough pizza, man. It's true. So what... (laughs) what you know so you start out running your own pizza joint you're curious you're smart because you want to learn from people that are already doing it having success what are kind of some of the key things that that you would share with anyone else it doesn't have to be a restaurant business a physical business necessarily but what are the key building blocks that you've learned to kind of creating and running your own business what are the things that you if someone says to you hey bruce i want to start my own thing i want to leave corporate life i want to you know, try to create this idea and turn it into a business model. What's your advice? What do you tell people who want to do that?
0: I mean, you're in luck. In 2020, it's a lot easier to get information than it was when I first started back in 1999, you know. Uh, So you're in luck. The information is readily available. the, 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 The number one thing I see when it comes to people running businesses today is they surround themselves with really smart people who do things that they're not particularly good at. You know, if you have a partner or if you have people on your team, you want to make sure that what they're strong at, you're weak at. And what you're strong at, they are weak at. And I don't mean weak in a bad way, but I mean weak in a sense that your strengths are different than theirs. The thing about my brother-in-law is we butted heads a lot because we were both the same type of individual. Um, And for me, surrounding yourself with the right people and getting that team in place is probably the number one thing if you want to grow a business. start a business in any sense. And then learning as much as you can, listening to podcasts, reading books, uh, going to networking events, uh, networking online. If you can't get to uh, places like now, like, you know, we're doing all of these things online because we're not allowed to go anywhere. Um, So just really building that network and reaching out to people for me is one of the most important things you can do before you even get started in a business.
1: What about mindset? Like how, this is one of the core things that so many people I talk to, coaches, consultants, small business owners really struggle with, struggle with failure, struggle with setbacks, struggle with, yes, it's easy to get information, but it's hard to pick yourself up and implement it. How, what, how did you develop your mindset to overcome setbacks and adversity? What do you do? How do you get yourself kind of to game on and make things happen?
0: You got to look at your end goal like what are you trying to accomplish whatever it is in your business in your life with health with fitness whatever it is what's the end goal in that end goal you have to want much more than you care about what anybody says about you or the obstacles you're going to have to overcome because they're always going to have obstacles and especially for us we do a lot of marketing with local businesses and they're always we, we try to push them towards video and I always get pushback from local business owners. Oh, I don't want to do video, or I'm not comfortable on video. Or one time I did a video and someone said something on a comment that made me feel bad. And I'm like, who gives a crap? Like, you have to continue to do those things, whether you are motivated, you feel like it, or whatever it is going on. You need to have the end goal in mind and realize that. That's more important to me to get to that end goal than anything else that is going to happen to me along the way. And you're going to have peaks and valleys; it's just part of the journey.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well said. Well said. One thing I want to ask you about because of your expertise: if someone has a local business, what's your best advice right now to someone? Whether it's you know pizza, fast casual, where you play a lot, or just a different you know um, approach, different type of business, what's your best advice? for growing and you know really having a successful local business? I'd say product aside,
0: the number one thing is have a good product or a good service sure. and be good at what you do. I'm gonna assume that anybody who is asking that question has that straight. Your product is great, your service is great. No matter how many people come to you, they're gonna be happy. The next thing is, I, I really feel like we live in a different time. And we live in a different time when people wanna know who they're doing business with. And the older generation of folks used to go buy coupons and discounts. And the younger generation of folks kind of want to know what the business is all about. Who, what do you stand for? Where do you source your products from? How do I know I can trust you? How do I know you're going to deliver on what you promise me? And so in order to do that, you need to get out there as the business owner and put yourself out there and talk about your values, talk about how you get your products made, how you treat your team, and push that message constantly on Platforms like LinkedIn or or Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, if that's your thing, and really show up every single day, especially now, the time we're recording this podcast, the number one message you need to do is show up every single day and uh, show your community or your customers that you're still here, you're relevant, and you're here for the community when we go through these hard times like we're going through now.
1: Yeah, I, I love this. And I've heard, I'm um, a fan of Gary Vaynerchuk and he's going nuts. Like he's online every day, two hours live. You know, <laughs> like yeah, you, can't, you can't turn on your computer and not see that guy. But one of the things he's been talking about that you alluded to is telling your story, right? Isn't that critical that we want to do business with people we know? Yeah. And how do you, yes, the products and service has to be good, but how does a local business owner do that? Is it, is it creating video? Is it creating podcasts? Not just because you see so many local businesses struggle with just blatant ads, right? Just like come buy our stuff. Like how do you coach them to get people to like you and have an affinity for you, but without being kind of sleazy or spammy?
0: (laughs) That's tough. It's tough to do that, right? It's not necessarily a lot of business owners nowadays. That's not necessarily the first thing that they think of doing when they think of promoting or marketing their business. They don't think of putting myself out there and talking to the community as a human being. They think of, all right, I got to get more products sold or I got to make increase my sales. But for me, I think you do that over time. And you do that over time by, I always tell people when they get started with marketing or get started with video, is write down those 15 to 30 questions that you get asked over and over and over again. Every business has those. Uh, Marcus Sheridan was just on our podcast not too long ago where he talked about they ask, you answer. Write down those questions right, and make Create content, whether that be in audio, uh, written form, or video, and answer those questions. And then do that over and over and over and over again. And once you start doing that, once you get to 10, 15, uh, number 10 or 15 of those questions, you're going to start to think of more. And you're always going to think that I'm never going to be able to think of 30 questions. But then once you start writing them down, you know, 10 becomes 12, 12 becomes 20, 20 becomes 30, and you can still keep rolling. So start there. Write down all the questions people ask you or comments or uh, any uh, insights that you have in your business and start producing content based on those and get started there. And then you'll see from there you'll start rolling.
1: Yeah, I think it's, I think it's critical – for local businesses to put yourself out there, share who you are, you know, real life, like, you know, so people have an affinity and get to know like, and trust you here. I am with my dog, you know, whatever yeah. it is, but then also educate, be creative and innovate. And I, I love, there's a great book by a guy named Chet Holmes called the ultimate sales machine. And he says, whoever educates the most wins. Yeah. Right. It, whoever educates the most wins. And so being creative for your audience saying, Hey, here's some ways. This is a great example. I'll just share. I just um, sent on a client who actually is in the Boston area. She has a. It's called the Paint Bar, and they normally do live events where you come and paint, and you bring in your team, and it's a fun thing. And you sip wine, and it's bonding. And she's pivoting to. Well, we can't do it live in person given current environment, so let's do it online with Zoom, and we'll pitch it to the companies as, "Hey, your team is scattered; they're stuck at home." they need some bonding beyond the normal corporate you know zoom calls let's put on a live online event we'll ship them the supplies we'll ship them the painting the canvas you know they can we'll set up like a, a virtual happy hour they'll all be together and so like these are the kind of things where you can still pivot as a business and be successful and educate but it's also helping other people see creative ideas that you have 100% so what what does your business look like today like what do you spend most of your day doing so for me, we spent a lot of
0: days creating content um, you know since this whole thing started we're going live every morning on Facebook as well uh, just updating our community, sharing some information for them uh, relevant news and you know things are happening quickly now so we want to get that to them as fast as possible so we spent a lot of time creating co- uh, content we literally just recently put on a virtual summit um, three days ago as we we're recording this where we had guest speakers come on and share some information in our community. Uh, And then working with our clients, like working with our clients, right now is a pivotal time for local businesses. There's a lot that aren't operating because they just aren't essential businesses and they're not able to. And then there's a lot who are considered essential businesses and they're trying to figure out how to pivot and adapt in a world that changes pretty much on a daily basis. You know, we're talking to a lot of business owners who have been in business for 10 or 15 years and we meet with them daily. And it's like, It's literally like they're starting their business from scratch right now on day one, even though they've been open for 10 years because the world is just changing so quick. Uh, So that's kind of how we spend most of our day is just uh, marketing our company in helping our clients and audience pivot through this crazy world we're in right now.
1: Yeah. What have you seen or what are you advising – that you've really been like, that's a great idea. Like, can you, are there any examples that jump to the top of your mind of somebody doing a really creative pivot from they were stuck doing this and now they're doing this and it's really working or something you see that you're advising a client? I'm just curious what you're seeing out there that, that people are doing to work and reinvent. Yeah. So there's a
0: lot of things in business that you've always thought about doing and maybe you've, wanted to change something in your business let's take a a restaurant that wanted to get into more online ordering or takeout and delivery and you've been a sit-down restaurant and you just never really had the time or energy to change or you were afraid to change or you thought maybe your customers wouldn't want to take out a delivery from you now they're being forced to do that right you're really being forced to move to digital if you are in a restaurant or a takeout service uh, style restaurant customers are afraid, right? Like they don't want to come in and hand you money. They don't want to talk to you. They want that plexiglass up. They want to do everything online. So if you've always been that old school operator where you didn't want to have online, I like talking to my customers in person. Like that's great for you, but your customers don't want to do that right now. So they're forced to pivot. You need to get technology involved. You need to start using social media to get your message out there because that's how people are spending their time. You need to have an easy way for people to order from you. You need to make it so easy that an old person on an iPhone can order from you nowadays. And that's, we've seen a lot of businesses do that, go from, you know, really hardcore. We're not doing any of that digital stuff to, oh crap, we have to do that digital stuff because there's no choice for us anymore.
1: I love that. It's like the grandpa analogy. Like if my mom can't figure out how to order food from you, you're dead, you're dead. And it's adapt or die. And it's, you know, what do you advise people that are fearful that are like, you know, because I think people go one of two ways is either they go into the fetal position and hope and, and hope they get bailed out or they attack. Like, how do you get people off that sideline? You know, especially clients that come to you with freaking out. Yeah.
0: You got to just stay focused and stay focused on what you need to do. You There's no time right now to put your head in the fetal position and die. If you want to do that, you just you know, You're going to die. You shouldn't be a business owner if that's your first mentality. Is like if something bad happens, if you want to own your own business or you do own your own business, if you're the type of personality when one thing bad happens, you want to curl up in a ball and cry, you should not be a business owner because that literally happens every single day. There's not a day that goes by in our business where we don't have three good things happen and four bad things happen. And that's right. just how business is. Like there's no. Every day is glorious and fantastic. There's always bad things that happen. And you need to be able to deal with that. And the best business owners that I see are able to pivot and adapt and think on the fly. Like book smarts doesn't always get you to be a great business owner. It's sometimes those street smarts that are like, all right, this happened. Now we have two options. We can continue to do the thing that's not working or we can pivot and ask our team and try to figure out how we're gonna solve this problem. And that's what you need to do. You need to just be okay with the fact that Things are going to go bad, but your team should be in place. You should have good communication with them and you should be able to problem solve quickly in order to maneuver through this
1: crazy time we're in. I love it. I love it. Yeah, this is great stuff. So let's pivot to another question. How did you build? You have a really nice platform. I mean, you've been featured a lot of places. You spoke at Social Media Marketing World. There are people are always asking how do you get that? How did pizza guy get to speak in social media marketing world? So take us through that. Yeah. Like how did you get this platform? How did you get these opportunities? People want to know kind of how to build that.
0: You know, I think you have to start with something that you enjoy doing. A lot of people want to start a podcast or start doing YouTube videos or start creating content and they don't really know where they can start. Or maybe they think they need to start doing something that they need to learn. And I I started with pizza. And the reason I started with pizza is because that's where I grew up. I grew up in the pizza industry. Like I've been working there since I was 14 years old. And I knew that. And I was curious about that industry and how those other operators started. So start with what you're curious about, however big or small that is. And think of those people who you can talk to or network with and how you can add value to those people who are doing that. And don't pretend to be something that you're not. Don't pretend to be an expert if you're not an expert. Don't pretend to be someone who can help somebody with something if you can't actually help them do that, if you haven't had results. It's okay to start and be new and tell people, hey, listen, I'm new at this. I'm going to do this podcast about iPhones, and I've never done podcasts about iPhones before. Do you mind coming on my podcast and talking about that with me for 30 minutes? And some people will do it. And then do that consistently over time. And then over time, you'll get noticed if you're good at it. And you'll get better at it as you go. And then you'll start to get exposure. And then you'll start to know, okay, which direction should I go now? So for me, getting featured in social media on Michael Stelzer's podcast or getting asked to speak at uh, Social Media Marketing World wasn't something I set out to do. That wasn't my goal. My goal was to create a podcast for me initially, and then it started to grow an audience, and then that audience started to tell me which direction they wanted to, it to go in, and I listened to them, and it just built over time. And then over time, networking with the right people, having the certain people on my podcast that knew other people and suggested them, just that's just how it grew.
1: Yeah. Old school, just kind of, you know, being a people person, hustling, make, you know, coming up with ideas, taking notes on who can introduce you to who. Yeah. I mean, this is how the world works, you know, even in a digital landscape. Hundred percent. So what's your best advice for someone that says, okay, Bruce, I get it. I'm stuck online. I have to sell online now. I, I can't go meet people and have coffee. What's, what's your advice? What steps do you, teach people to sell their product or service online.
0: You have to adapt your product and service to be sold online, first of all. Like adapt it. If, you, if it's not something that can be sold online, figure out how you can do that. And then I think you need to create content every single day. Hmm. You can't leave your house. We're inside. You're in your office. And it doesn't matter. Nowadays, you, see, you watch TV now and you see the news people doing the news from their house on TV. So that authenticity, if it comes across on TV and the times we're in, it comes across on Facebook or on Instagram or on LinkedIn and create content that you think those people who are interested or would be interested in your product care about and continue to do that every single day. And then, you know, it's the whole 80-20 principle, right? 80% of the time be authentic and helpful and 20% of the time sell your product or service. And that's just showing up every day is just how you do that.
1: Yeah, and I think Bruce, you hit on a key point, which I've learned running an online business since 2012, which is your content that you create is your currency. Yeah, that's what you use to buy people's time and attention. That's what you use to buy their interest and their trust, and you know, and and being authentic and being transparent and not just being salesy and spammy, but actually bringing value. That's the big thing I try to teach people around LinkedIn is. There's so many people, like you said, that are just claiming authority online, right? I'm the guru. I'm the ninja. Instead of actually demonstrating that, I'll actually put out content on a regular basis that will help you solve your problems or that will inspire you or entertain you or educate you. You're going to keep coming back to listen to that person because right now, every single person in the world has basically a broadcast studio in their home. It's called an iPhone, right? Like you can create and put out a video, audio. You can do text. You can do photos. So the opportunity has never been easier, but also you, you have to stand out. Like there's so many options it's, you know, so what's your advice for someone that says, okay, Bruce, I get it. I need to put out content. How, what's your advice for creating great content that will attract your audience? I think you need to
0: create content and just start. There's no content that you're going to get started with. That's going to be great in the beginning. Mm. You know, we've put out three hundred audio podcasts in the last five years and if you go back and listen to the first 20 they're completely awful (laughs) but if you don't get to 20 you're not going to know what's good and what's bad if you just do one podcast you're going to think it's great i think somebody said one time if you go back say you've created 100 podcasts and you got to episode 100 if you go back and listen to number one and you're like that was awesome you waited way too long to get started And there was probably 100 podcasts that you didn't put out that were just okay. So you just need to get started. I think too many people worry about what other people think about their podcast, and they try to please everyone versus just trying to do the content that maybe you would want to hear if you were going to be that consumer. And then as you grow and your audience grows, they'll tell you what they want to hear. And then you can either do that or you don't do that. But you gotta just get started. You're never gonna be great at anything in the beginning. You don't need a lot. You need a microphone. You can use your iPhone. You know, your camera on your iPhone that you have in your pocket is much better than any camera we had when I first started out. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, '99. Good lord, <laughs> you're yeah. taking us back, baby. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you're shooting in HD now, and the mics are so good and everything. And I want to ask you one more question uh, before we kind of bring this in for landing. With You're somebody that's studied a lot of people. You've asked a lot of questions. You've sought out successful people to learn from. What are kind of the common characteristics or the common traits that you see again and again and again in the most successful people you encounter?
0: That's a great question. The most successful people that I see that are business owners that have multi-unit business owners are great at finding and building a great team. The one thing about the restaurant industry That I see a lot is there's two categories. There's people who figured it out and then there's people who complain about not being able to figure it out and the people who complain about not being able to figure out are so hard-headed they don't look at the people who have figured it out and emulate them versus just complaining about it and you could either do two of the people who you see have 10 restaurants they don't have any secret formula. There's no secret formula to finding people right? They have the same formula you have. They talk to a lot of people. They ask a lot of the right questions. They find people who may not have the 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 knowledge skill-wise, but they have good attitudes. And they hire those people. They learn about those people. And they put those people in the right place for those people to succeed, which then helps your business to succeed. So the people that I've seen the best at business aren't the best marketers, aren't the best on video, aren't the best on Audio. They're the people who can find people, attract the right people to help build their business, and then put them in a in a spot where that person is going to succeed and thrive in their business, and then be be helpful to their business grow over time. That's the, the number one key. Like marketing is just secondary. I think being able to build your team is the most important skill any business owner can have, unless you are co- solely content on being a solopreneur for the rest of your life. If you're looking to build a business that needs people, being able to locate those people and put them in the right spot is super valuable. All right, I'm going to stop it right there. 25 minutes of me talking about local business marketing is enough, right? I usually do the interviewing, but I was the interviewee on this episode of the podcast. So I hope you enjoyed that one. I may share some more. If I don't share them here on the podcast on iTunes, if you don't want me to, you can definitely go over to my website, smartpizzamarketing.com, because I will share them there. But let me know what you think. Bruce at com is my email. That's the best place to contact me. You can also find us on Instagram at smartpizzamarketing on Facebook. Listen, we've been doing these Facebook Lives pretty regularly over on our Facebook page. If you're listening to this when it comes out, April 23rd, 2020, go over to Facebook, follow our page, like our page, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I've been going live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. For the last two weeks, I went live every day, the month of April in the beginning up until the Pizza Summit, or March rather, and we're going to be doing that moving forward for as long as we are in this whole Corona thing. I don't necessarily want to talk a lot about Corona on this podcast right now. I want it to be more motivational, tips, strategies, and talk to some serious folks. So over on our Facebook Live, I do share some articles. I do share some insights and help you kind of navigate through this crazy world we're in right now. So go check that out. It's not all corona, though. I'm telling you that right now because I sometimes get sick of, and by sometimes I mean pretty regularly, get sick of corona. And if I hear one more company say, we're going to help you navigate through these trying times on a commercial, I'm never buying from that company ever again. But I do share some articles and information about the loans, about the – the audience, or not the audience, but your customer's state of mind, and if they're going to go back to normal, I think that is important, because I think that we're going through this time right now, and it's been so long that I feel like people are getting reprogrammed to a new way of living their life, and those things that we did before this, that we always thought, why are we doing this? Moving forward, I don't think people are going to go back to those things. They're going to be staying home more. They're not going to be going out as much as they were before, especially right when this ends. You know, there was a poll that Donald Burns, who we've done a podcast with in the past, he put on his Facebook page. He said, listen, let me ask you a question. People in the restaurant industry or people who go to restaurants, if the restaurants were opened... May I think he said May first, but this is this is something he did a week ago. So let's say May 14th. If the polls, if the restaurants were open May 14th, would you go to a restaurant? And an astounding seventy percent of the people said no, because they don't feel like it's safe. And they just recently announced in my town, Boston, Massachusetts that schools are canceled for the rest of the year, which means the government knows something. And they know that if they're going to cancel schools, and in my area, you don't get out of school till June 20th. So if they're planning on not going to school for the next two months, I don't foresee people going and dining inside of restaurants the way they did before for at least six to nine months from now. Like, restaurant going into a restaurant and dining is an experience. It's just as much about the experience and the atmosphere As it is about the food. The food draws you in, but the experience and the atmosphere makes you want to come back again and feel comfortable while you're there. And I can't foresee people going into a restaurant, sitting 13 feet apart from people with masks on and being like, this is a great experience that I want to do over and over and over again. So we need to figure out how you're going to run your business for the next six to 12 months exactly like you are right now. Now, I don't think that the whole Social distancing, where you can't have people or people are afraid to work, will be as drastic as it is right now. But I don't think people will be living their lives like they did a year ago for a while. So we talk a lot about that on these live shows over on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, over on Facebook. We do share them on YouTube as well, but they're not live. If you want to come live and join us and interact and hang out with the other folks that are on these live calls, Facebook, Smart Pizza Marketing. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern time. And if you want to really dive deep into your business and figure out what other people are doing, join our mastermind group. I guarantee you, if you join our mastermind group, you will walk away from every single call. And we do twice a month paying for the mastermind group for the entire year off of that one call with the ideas that you walk away from. So go check that out. Smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash mastermind. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. Let me know if there's anything I can do for you. We'll see you on the next one.